This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. Live from the laundry room, this is Paul Kenny. Um, my my uh, son Bogart is on assignment. Uh, Glenn's not here either. It's me by myself. So if you want to interrupt my monologue with phone calls, that'll be good. Ask questions about what you want to sell. Well, this, is a, this is a show about stuff. I'm going to get the phone numbers out right now, and then I'm going to tell you what we're going to We have a great show today. I have a great show. Hopefully you're listening and have a great time listening to it. But the phone-in numbers are 416. Get a pen, get a piece of paper. Make sure they both work because there's going to be a lot of information. I also want you to get this number down. 360-0740. Or the other number, because it's a call and show, I'm giving these right away. 866, route it down, 740-4740. Okay. Now, what we're doing, this is a call and show. You're going to be um, uh, finding out what items are worth and how you can get rid of them. Uh, if you're downsizing your house, we have Rick on who's going to be kind of talking to us in a couple minutes. And um, we're, the idea is you don't, the whole idea of what we do is you have, don't want to have $25,000 of stuff standing in the way of selling your million dollar house. On the other hand, you don't want to have, uh, you don't want to get $100 for your $25,000 worth of stuff. Now, to give me an idea. I'm just—I know you're going to call in, but instead of saying what we're in here, I want to tell you what I sold this week. This is going to be a little bit of a list. We sold a practice jersey for the Atlanta Hawks. I sold a Mickey Mantle card over a thousand dollars. Sold some Sterling spoons, uh, Reed and Barton, for over two hundred and twenty U.S. Sold a Dave Keon rookie card. Sold some silver plate, a dinky toy, comics, um, a bunch of magazines of the nineteen twenties. That you wouldn't think is worth money. This, uh, these came out of someone's uh, attic. They're modern Priscilla. I didn't read them, but I know they got great ads in them. Um, we sold a uh, Mad Magazine, some old country roses, Royal Albert China. This I did sell all this, this is stuff that sold this week. A uh, topaz ring with gold, 160 bucks. A more old country roses. Some a Blue Jays uh, team set. Um, Thor Comics. This is where I'm saying um, a J1 Roots leather jacket vest. That went for $65. Um, action figures out of the 1980s. Um, let's see now. This is going to be more. Okay. A back wrap glass photo frame went for over $100. These are things you have there, and you're saying, well, can, do you sell this, Paul? I sold a, also a Coke cooler. Not the ones you bring on picnics. I'm one of the ones that looks like a great big bathtub on four stilts, okay? 
We sold cup and saucer up to $350, at $350. An old black cat cigarette tin. You wouldn't think it has money. You usually have tools in them or screws in them in the basement. Went for like $15. A gilt mirror for $600. And, um, a, what is that? I can't. 300, um, a water bed, a diamond suite. Diamond suite only went for three bits. We also sold one. You know those old Texas Mickeys? They're about, um, I don't know, it's got to be 100 ounces. This one's 1951. We sold it. It was still unopened all this time, okay? We even sold some underwear. It wasn't used underwear. It was new underwear. But it went for $120. We also sold some old Blue Jay tickets. But give me this is giving me an idea of what we deal in. So we're also, I'm going to say this now, we're just, I think we negotiated a lease for a 13,000-square-foot new warehouse and consignment store because so many people, if anyone's been to my store, they know we're jammed up, okay? So we have, we're going to have more room to take care of people's stuff that they have with their downsizing out of their house. And um, we're also, um, we'll have more information coming for that. It won't be until September, unfortunately, okay? Now, we're also going to, I remember my whole thing here, is uh, we're going to have a story on gold and silver and secret shopping. We're also going to have, uh, uh, you know how I talk about buying local. I want you to, you know, not buy from Amazon. I want you to take an extra 10 seconds to think about buying either used stuff. Like my friends at Southworks Antique Mall in Cambridge, they have uh, 35,000 square feet of goods. If you're going to give a gift or you're going to use it yourself, it's so it's used. After you get it home for 10 minutes, it's going to be used as well. But why pay $100 in one of these big box stores for a set of bowls or glasses? And you can get them for $20. My other friend is at Coppison's Corners. That's on Highway 6, just north of the dinosaurs, as I call them. He's got two great big uh, horses on his driveway. It's 15000 It's the largest antique shop in Canada, I would think, under one roof by one owner. And my friends at Cop at um, Southworks, it's a hundred different family businesses competing for your dollar. Okay, so these are things I want you to go and take a look at or think about. This is a nice day to go for a trip. Don't turn off the radio as you're driving there, though. Okay, now we're going to talk to Rick. Rick, are you there right now? I, I'm here. No, you're morning. in a hurry. Going? I'm going to take you first today. Okay, excellent, excellent, as it should always be. Uh, and the reason for that is because I want to give people a chance uh, to give us a call, Paul, you know, and call in. And, you know, uh, I want to say also, if anybody ever wants to call in and ask you a question about what else we do for them when we come to listing their house, uh, you know, you can answer that question for them as well on the air. But I think there's a lot of people that just don't get it sometimes. You know, when we show up to assess the value of their house, we don't just tell them what their house is worth, but we also tell them what we can do to improve the value of it, Paul. And one of the things we do is you, we have you in there, and either you uh, buy their stuff, uh, sell their stuff, consign their stuff, or if just need be, move their stuff. Now, this is really important, Paul, because sometimes the stuff that people have is valuable, and sometimes they have nice furniture, and, and we'll, we're going to use that furniture to stage their house sometimes, instead of us bringing in our own uh, staging furniture. So not only do you go in, Paul, and empty out your house, but you'll 
do it in, in stages. So if let's say I'll say to you, Paul, you know, we got we got to get rid of all this clutter, but leave me this, this, and that because it's going to enhance the look of the house. You do that, Paul. You get rid of the stuff, you buy the stuff, you store the stuff, or you're going to move the stuff to their next place, hopefully that they bought from us. Uh, mm-hmm. This is huge. This is huge. And nowhere else in this city are going to find someone's going to accommodate people this way. Not only that, Paul, but you know this. We've done it many times. You know, if their house needs a little bit of work, we'll perform those little jobs around the house. And, you know, if we even have to rip up carpet, uh, paint their house or paint a room or, you know, do some yard work. But that's because the last unable, we do it. You know, we get that house ready so that there's no way people have to stress over it. We'll take care of it. Yeah. No, our whole idea is to take the stress out of downsizing. But the question I get asked the most is, do you buy this? And I kind of, without being mean about it, says, what part of everything don't you understand? We mm. do it all. Oh. That's the difference between us and a lot of us. There are 55,000 real estate agents out there. There's right. one of me, and there's 10 people maybe like me, but they're mm-hmm. still not as knowledgeable because we have many different avenues of getting rid of it. We're not like Max Soul, where everything goes out in one auction. Mm-hmm. We're not like some of these other places. They, do, they only buy and they only buy at a low price. We have different answers for different problems. Because right. everyone is a little bit unique. But we take care of everything, and we take the stress out of doing it. Go ahead. Yes. yes. Well, no two situations are ever uh, perfectly alike. But because of our experience in the field, Paul, we come across it all. We come across situations where there's probate involved. We come across situations where there are wills involved. We come across situations where there's feuding families involved. That's okay. We handle it all because we have the experience in doing it. And so there's absolutely no reason that a person's putting off doing something that they need to do, such as sell their home, because it's overwhelming. No, it's not overwhelming at all. Uh, we come in, we take the stress out of it, we get that house ready. We get that house ready, so not only does it sell, but it sells for more money. And, Paul, we, uh, we can back what we're saying because we consistently, consistently get people more money than the one either across the street or next door. It's what we Amen. do because we provide the exposure that no one else can, especially with the market cooling a little bit now, Paul. As you know, the market is cooling. It's that much more important that their homes get the proper exposure so that more people know it's for sale, the more people know it's for sale, the more people show up on offer date, and it usually means more money. Maybe, you know, it might, it might be some people don't want more money. They yeah, might feel guilty about getting more money. Problems, I know it's dumb as right? that sounds, but yeah. you know, we want to get uh, them more. And it gets me when a guy says, oh, we our house sold in one day. Yeah. Well, then I think, and it says, okay, how many people saw it in one day, number mm-hmm. one? And mm-hmm. the idea of having an auction or having people bidding against each other, you have to expose the house. If you've got one person coming, of course you can sell it one day. But if you have 20 people coming, you're going to get five offers, and some people are going to fall in love with it, and it's going to go up on more money. That's and right. That's what, and it's not a case of starting at a low price. We try and start it when it's a reasonable price. But that's then right. some people, um, they want to pay more, and that's okay. But you have to have, someone's not going to say, well, if no one else is bidding, I'm the only one in the room, I'm not going to go that high. Right. You know what I mean? This is yep. the idea of exposure. Exposure just, to I've people. I've seen it. I mean, I've seen exposure it happen where someone takes on exclusive, where someone mm-hmm. takes on, uh, sold in one day. Well, sir, you probably didn't get the most money for your house then. 
You know, are you right. in that much of a rush? You were living there for 40 years. One extra day, isn't one week is not going to hurt you. You know no. what I mean? No, it's going to cost you. And generally speaking, this is something that we make sure that we do the best we can for our clients. We make sure that we're there for them every step of the way, including including up until closing day, if not even later. They can still call, hey, uh, how are things going? Uh, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? Because, you know, we follow up with our clients. We want to make sure that everything went smooth and that they were happy with everything we did for them. Paul, I'm going to yeah. give you my phone number. Uh, I can be, re- be reached anytime, day or night. Uh, feel free to call. My phone number is 416-258-3972. I can give me those numbers time, again. Paul. I'm going to give it again. 416-258-3972. We welcome the calls day or night. Uh, I'll even answer during the soccer game, which is on today. No problem. So um, they really need to give us a call, Paul, because we're there for them. We will help them get more money, and we'll take the stress out of selling their home. We need to get a second opinion. I say get second opinions all the time. You come into sure. my store and I say, here's where we pay for the gold. Get a second opinion. There's other shops around. And when you get the second opinion, if you're selling, take the higher number. Yeah. I keep on saying this to people. It's like a two-part thing. And it seems like common sense, but I've had people get a second opinion and slow to sell to the lower number. For Definitely. Definitely. But we're going to talk about that after the break because I'm going to go through my secret shopper stories about going yeah. to some of the gold shops. Excellent. Because I think it's so important. I know I've done it before. And, mm-hmm. okay, if you've heard it before, this is for the new listeners because I believe it to be so important in the same way that you help right now with these things, with selling the house. Right. Everyone has gold and silver in their houses, and they're getting not the fair money for it, okay? Right. So, Rick, right. thanks for the phone number. I know it's – now, we're still looking for stuff up in Midland, and we're still looking for a place in Ajax, and I know right. you're looking for a place in Guelph for customers yeah. that you have. That's so right. So, if you're going to sell That's in right. these areas, at least give us a call, and maybe we can just – you might be surprised at the money because a lot of these people in out of town, they don't know what Toronto money is. I'm just they telling don't. you that. They okay. don't. They're only accustomed to their, their local uh, agents and the, uh, the people that work in their neighborhoods, which is fine. But, you know, we cast a wider net, Paul. And when you bring Toronto money to a place, you're usually guaranteeing considerably more money. That's a little bit more money. Yeah. yeah. I spent my – okay, thanks, Rick. Actually, okay, my, my pleasure. Friend. Have a great day. We'll talk again soon, Paul. Thank you. Thank you. That was Rick Tobacco. Uh, he does all the real estate for us and works very, very hard. And I've been very pleased with everything he's done. I actually spent a couple uh, a day in Winnipeg this week. And I don't know, I hope no one from Winnipeg is listening right now. But it's a whole city where I was downtown. I've looked like knocked down houses in Toronto. They'd all be knocked down. Um, but they haven't started knocking them down yet. Most of the houses seem to be smaller than a double car garage. In fact, I think some of the double car garages that were attached to the houses were bigger than the houses involved. But I was there trying to buy uh, 100,000 albums, and the guy couldn't count. It was only 30,000. So I am coming home empty. I just I figured, I mean, counting between 30,000 and 100,000, you think the guy would know the difference. So after the break, we're going to come back. We're going to be talking uh, to um, Chris in Dunville. Dunville, that's a great place. And we're going to be talking about gold and silver. 
And our call-in numbers are, if you have a question, if you've got an opinion, if you've got anything you can even help us with, sometimes I don't know everything. That's a very small list. 416-360-0740. Or you can call us at 866 from out of town, like Dunville, 740-4740. And the stuff I don't know, I know people who do know it. We'll be right back. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. We're back, live from the laundry room. Um, I'm Paul Kane from Consignment Heroes at 10,341 Young Street. And our new location, which will be opening soon, our newest consignment shop in Canada. But I want to talk about Sam for a half a second here. You know, you got your, you spend so much time in your kitchen, in your bathrooms, I can't believe some of the people go to get. I know the big box stores are not even that much cheaper, but if you're going to be there, you might as well enjoy. If you're going to get your kitchen done, you're going to be there for the next ten or fifteen years. I'm not talking about people who are going to be selling the house. You can do that, but the people who are going to be, you're going to be spending time in your kitchen. You don't want to be thinking every day, oh, that drawer doesn't quite fit, or this doesn't work, or something like that. Sam does an excellent, excellent job. It's not prefab. It's got factory, does all the measurements. I have never, ever, ever had a complaint with someone who dealt with Sam at New Generation. So if you guys number, he's up in Guelph, and uh, I think in the ad they always give the phone numbers. But Sam is a friend of the show who does really nice work, and I don't get any complaints, okay? So we're going to go to um, Chris in Dunville. How you doing, Chris? Yeah, good, good, good. Uh, three quick questions. I got some uh, ration books from back in the war. Yeah. And uh, I got 11, 11 of them. And uh, I also have my grandfather's 1925 commercial motor vehicle permit. And back oh. then it was $24. That was a heck of a lot of money in 1925. Oh, yeah. No, no, we, that was, that was, you can almost buy a house. No, you couldn't buy a house. You'd buy, you get by. That was more than a week's pay. That's for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord, no, no, I guess it was. But uh, no, the ration books worth anything or that? Uh... Uh, $5 each. People buy them. But it actually takes you back to a time. I hope we have, don't have rations coming up. But the license is almost, it might be a value. Um, earlier, Licenses can go up to five and ten thousand dollars for the things. Um, it depends on how early it is. 
Well, like I say, it was 1925. It was for a Chevy truck, and the four, it even had the tire size. There were four inches. That'd be the width, see? Engine number, and the gross no. weight, $24, and that you was, uh, was on it. $25 If you get before the war, before World War One, they go up substantially. Oh, okay. That's the best way to put it. Yeah, okay. Well, no, I was just wondering about it. Uh, yeah. The one the interesting thing was my grandma's book. It turned around and told her on there that from June 1st to October 31st, she had to figure out for doing fruit and perishables, she was allowed half a pound of sugar to do her canning. But if she yeah. was making jam and jelly, she was allowed three quarters of a pound, but you had to figure out exactly what you were canning. And then on the back of the one book, it turns around and said that any falsification was a $5,000 fine or two years in jail for abuse of this. And interesting. No, but you know what's more interesting? Think about it. I know there's a lot of listeners out here who did their own canning, and they had the Well, we still do, too, so. Pardon? We still do, too. Yeah, no, but you know something? It makes you smile. It's when the family got together and, You'd have three generations helping with this. Oh, and, hell yeah. And it was almost like now it's, uh, we have different ways of having fun. But, you know, I'm, I'm a big person who says people are important, stuff is not, even though I'm in the stuff business. And when you do stuff with a family like that, you learn different values and things are passed on. Well, back and now when my we're wife and I first got married 50 years ago, that's when we gave a, a six-quart basket with her preserves and her relish and, and uh, stuff like that. She made doilies for the top of them and held them out with elastic band, and people were thrilled. We didn't have nobody to buy stuff for people. Yeah, no, but you know something? I'll bet you there's more smiling going on that day than there is sometimes today. Because the only thing people, we asked was to get the jars back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. But they, we sell them. I have a big display of um, the canning jars up at Southworks Antique Mall. And they sell today between 3 and $35. The colored ones. Oh, yeah, we used to have the old green crown and yeah, and all that kind of stuff with the steel. Uh, you know, you clamp down the, the steel on them to yeah, uh, yeah. hold the glass lid on and the rubber and all that kind of stuff, yeah. You know something? Your story, I'm glad you called it because I know there are a lot of listeners saying and having a smile on their face right now, Some it was a lot of work. But <clears throat> you never looked at it as work. You were working you for know, yourself. I know. Boy, did, you couldn't afford. Hell, I never seen an orange in a store for God's sake. Yeah, you yeah. never, you never seen oranges in the store for crepe sakes, except maybe in the summer. That's why they yeah. preserved. You couldn't get, you couldn't get cherries and peaches and stuff for crepe sakes in the. You only went yeah. to town every three weeks anyway, so. No, but that's what you know. Something, and part of the thing is now. We're buying this stuff from around the world. we got to support our neighbors. we got to support the local farmers. You know what I mean? Because without farmers, there's no food. And I've seen that on backs of trucks, and I said, you know, they're so right. But it's also the people involved. And we got to buy from our neighbors. When we have a choice between buying on Amazon or whatever, spend the extra 10 minutes to buy local. Buy from your neighbor because you know that that money may stay here and buy from another neighbor, another neighbor, and you don't know who you're going to be helping down the line. 
okay? Oh, and absolutely, I'm not yeah. I'm Chinese, but I'm just pro-Canadian. You know? Oh, heck yeah. Oh, and one other question. I come across, I got a 1917, it looks like a dime, thin, yeah. very thin, looks like a dime, but it, uh, I got the magnifying glass out, and it's a nickel. Yeah, yeah, five cents. They can be worth my, they're made out of sterling. We'll go into this later on the show. Your coins beat in Canada before 1919 were made out of 925 silver. That's the same silver that is in your knives and forks that say sterling, okay? Yeah, After yeah. 1919, they turned to 80% silver and only and 20% because they need to make them a bit harder. And then after uh, 1967, they went to 50% for one year, and then they went to no silver. Yeah. Okay? It's like in God we trust, and, you know, it's, they didn't, when you had coins back then, this is why we buy them. We buy them for the silver content. Not their, numismatically, people collecting them, they're not going to be as, it's not as valuable. Yeah, oh, I got one more quick question. Go ahead. Is, uh, do you know of anybody, because I'm not driving, I don't drive to Toronto and that foolishness, but uh, now, uh, it, would you happen to know a name of somebody that can give me, uh, I got a bunch of working decoys, probably 15 or 20, and I know that they're well over 60 years old. They were working, uh, working decoys with the, uh, Flop down weights on them, and the the lead balls in the in the weight, and put held on by leather straps. These things are these things are okay. Are old, old. Here's we can send someone down to pick them up because we do do this type of thing. And here's our thing: we buy from Toronto or Dunville, and we sell to the world. You know why we sell to the world? Yeah, because the world's got more money. Yeah, well, I know the uh, decoys. They'll, they'll sell. People do buy them. Oh no, I know, I know. People buy them, but the thing is, like, I got them in a burlap bag out here in the barn, and I thought, well, somebody might as well get some use out of them. But uh, you know, I don't want to give the damn things away. No, no, we'll sell them. This is oh, what no, we're going to Like people pay good money for them, but I, I just like to have somebody look at them that knows what they're looking at and yeah. give me a a fair appraisal of what they would be worth because i that know would be us. any any kind of these i know i know that these the right people would easily give me a hundred dollars a piece for them but i'd yeah. like to know because they are so old that uh i usually i never use those kind of decoys these things are held on the wires are held on by leather straps yeah no no your this type of thing is something that'll be sold in our consignment shop after September, after we have it. Yeah. We're going to have the man, that kind of stuff in there, but we will be everything that's in our store is going to be online. We're going to have a place to display it, but we mainly sell online. Oh, okay. okay. I don't even have a, I don't have no computer. No, no, no. You don't have to. You give it to us. We t- Wait a minute. I'm not doing nothing for free. Well, I no. Who doing it. Who does? Well, no. I... Everybody's got to make a bit of money. Yeah, I'm not, I don't want to have to retire in every deal. But the thing is, get your number to the uh, to the producer because I'm going to have to go on to another part of the segment of the show. Oh no, no, no! And uh, I like it's just you there today because you guys ain't over talking one another. I try and tell him not to, but he's uh, he's excited. He's an excitable boy. How's that? Okay. Gee, could you tell? 
I know. So, <laughs> no problem. Yeah, I'll, I'll give the number to that fellow, and, and uh, I listen to you every week, but sometimes it's frustrating when you guys get yammering. I know, but sometimes he's got... We run out of show before we run out of stuff to say. How's that? We well, I'm surprised you don't run out of air. I know. Thank you. Pardon? Yeah, thank you very much for the call. You brought a smile to my face, and I know that you brought a smile to some of the listeners out there. I'm give out the number today, um, 416. I'm going to say it's so and after the break. We're going to go to another break. And not, oh, actually, I'm going to do the cheese boutique thing. 416-360-0740-866-740-4740 if you're out of town. And the reason is, you know something, this is a show about information. We're trying to help people. But sometimes if you have a story about times gone by when you had a smile on your face and you look around the room and you see something, you'd like to know what it's worth. You don't have to sell it to us. But your story might inspire someone else to sell it to us, okay? So i got to talk about the Cheese Boutique. Glenn Juicy, the guy who talks about it. They're at 45 Ripley. And I'm going to give the phone number out for them right away. Don't call. They're, they're open now, I think. 416-762-6292. The Cheese Boutique, I've never, there's another one of friends of the show that I've never had a complaint with. I mean, the stuff down there, it's worth the trip down there. Now, if you're up at the cottage right now, they also do free delivery. It's over, I think, $75 within the city. And they have a trip going out to Niagara Falls and out that way into wine country. And they also have a trip going out to Muskoka. So you can don't even have to come down and visit them, okay? They also have a very, very knowledgeable staff. I can't overemphasize this in how uh, if you need to know something about cheese, they are experts. They're there to sell it to you, but they also know their cheese. And they have vinegars, and they have... Uh, Oh, mustards, and they have um, olive oil. they got all sorts. They have all the finest stuff. You said, I want to get this. I've seen it on shows. I wonder if they have it. you got to give them a call. 45 Ripley. I went down there. I was just amazed. And the nice thing about these people as well, they give back to the community. They were the people giving us um, the, uh, the frontline workers and um, the gift certificates. And you know something, when someone's doing that out of their heart, even before even ask kind of thing, you know that they're the nice type of people, family organization, that you don't mind doing business with. You know what I mean? Sometimes, you know, sometimes I, there's certain places I don't, they might be the only place I can get, but I don't want to give them my money. I just don't. But that's just me. Okay. Now, what we're going to do, I also sold, I forgot about it, I sold some little Dalton figurines this week. So they're not worthless. They weren't just not worth as much as they used to be, but they're not completely worthless, okay? Now, what we're going to do, I gave the phone numbers. I want people to call in. We have, oh, wow, this is going to be a tough one for me right away. I have Alan from Mississauga. Alan, how are you doing? Maybe I don't have Alan. Looks like it's green. Oh, no, here we go. There you go. Alan, how can I help you? Okay, I've got an Atari 2600 uh, console with the joysticks and uh, the paddles and about a dozen games. I don't think the games are anything spectacular. But I'm wondering oh, if but it, No, no, but the Atari games, a lot of times, the games will be worth more than the machine. Oh. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what I'm saying. A lot of people, 
Oh, I know. We're going to talk about your Atari game in a minute, but I'm just going to say, this week, and this is what I'm saying about people throwing out stuff, I went to a house, and they called me about one thing. As I'm walking there, the stuff going up the laneway, the stuff that she's throwing out was comics and magazines and um, uh, scrapbooks. Nice lady, nice lady. No, this is not her fault. But she's about to throw them out. Until I offered her $2,100 for them, okay? <laughs> they were literally in the garbage, in the garbage, and the stuff that she thought I wanted was worth $50. The stuff she was throwing out was worth $2,100, okay? Yeah, and yeah. anyone, same thing. These look like, it looks like garbage. Some of them, scrapbooks look like garbage. But they had photos inside them. They had boxing stuff inside them. She had comic books and cards. Not in great shape. And, it, you know, some didn't have covers on them. I don't care. I'd rather see it and make the decision. But I decided, she said, are you sure you can pay 21 I said, I'm very happy. In fact, the next day, I took them home that night and went through them and came back the next day and gave her more money. Whoa. Because some of the books I missed because we were talking as I was adding them up. But my point is that some people throw out the, the good stuff and they keep the stuff that they think is worth mine because everyone has different values okay that's why i always see singer sewing machines or cat video cameras but going on about your machine here okay the 2600 with the panels untested you're probably talking between 100 and 200 dollars the individual games sometimes we sell them in, in um uh by themselves sometimes we'll put them with the game because you can have one game worth 300 and the other games all were 10 bucks each. Yeah, okay. I know one of the games I have is the, the E.T. game, and I heard horror stories about that one. <laughs> yes, no, I'm just saying. But this is not, the whole idea of this show is to tell people, like sometimes I say, I don't want your grandma's stuff. I want your grandkids' stuff, okay? Because sometimes it'll have more value oh, yeah. on it. So but, I guess the best thing is bringing it on to you guys, right? Bring it up or send me pictures. Now, we have a new text number that you can send me pictures on. I should say, get a piece of paper. Yeah. Uh, 647-298-8989. That you can call them that number or you can send me pictures. Or, and I'm going to wait for people to get a pen and a piece of paper, make sure they both work. The other one is you can email us at T, the letter T for Tom, just T, gold, silver, coins, with an S on the end, at gmail.com. And this is because we've switched over to Shopify because we're trying to do everything Canadian as much as we can. We're trying to keep our Canadian, we pay a little bit more, but we're trying to keep our Canadian neighbors busy. So there's no, there's no initial after the letter T. T, the letter T, gold, silver, coins, all one word, at gmail.com. Fantastic. Anyone can send us pictures. Sometimes I'll get 100. Keep the pictures small. Um, I try and get back in a couple of days. We have two auctions coming up this week. We have on Monday night, tomorrow on Highbid, we have a, over a 1,000 comics and cards on Highbid that people can buy. So on Tuesday, I'm going to be very busy. And on Thursday, we've never seven or eight hundred items. Like we sell all the things that we talk about on the show, we actually sell, and we try and get the most money for. 
Inside, and we also have, um, like I say, brick-and-mortar locations where we find online. But can be put in the mail. That's how we're selling it. Okay? Fantastic. Your Atari, send me pictures. If it works, it'll be better. If you don't, it doesn't, we can test it out. But they're very saleable. People try to recapture their childhood at vastly inflated prices. <laughs> Thank you very much for the call. Thank you. Love your show, man. Thank you. Emmanuel in Brampton. How you doing? Emmanuel? I guess I'm going to break before I talk to Emmanuel. If we're going to break, and we'll talk to Emmanuel when I get back, uh, I want people to call at 416-360-0740 or 866-740-4740. We'll talk to Emmanuel, and we'll have our gold stories after, after this break. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. Okay, we're back. Live from the laundry room. I'm Paul Kenny from Storage Wars. Storage Wars, yeah, but that's, that's over. You can see us on TV. What I like to say is I'm a little bit smarter than I am on the show. Um, but we have Consignment Heroes at 10,341 Young Street. And our new text number, 647-298-8989. And like I say, we think we have a new warehouse in the city. So it'll be a lot closer to all the people in Toronto. And we do pick up stuff, but it has to be a lot of stuff. It has to be worth it. I mean, there's no sense me sending two men in a truck for an hour to pick up a $100 dining room suite. That's not that I'm... I just don't like to lose money. Okay. So we're 10,341 young. You have to call before you come up there because we have very limited space because we're jammed with stuff. Okay. I'm going to talk to Emmanuel from Brampton. How are you doing? Uh, hello? Hello. Got to turn your radio down. Or turn yeah, it off. Is, yeah, this is Manuel. You know I sent you the pictures for the... Uh, uh, I, I send you a picture for the for the painting. Okay, Manuel, you have to call back because I'm not getting a clear signal. We're going to Rhonda and Kitchener. Rhonda, how you doing? Okay, I, I ask you one more question. Are you calling? Okay. <laughs> Which one are we going to talk? We're talking to Rhonda. Yes, this is Rhonda. Me. How can I help you? Well, sir, I was in contact with you sometime during the winter. When COVID, everything was still in lockdown. And I talked to your partner. He was going to come down, but I understand why he didn't, because of the COVID. I have tons of stuff due to my husband's passing. And it's Disney, the Winnie the Pooh record, and Disney's. 
and I have 78s, the original Porgy and Bess first uh, uh, black play. Yeah. And I have 78s from Bing Crosby. I have 78s. I have uh, a shaker set, like a bar set from the 30s. It hasn't touched its silver. Okay. Um, I was wondering if I could take a bunch of, bunch of uh, um, numbers from the 78s. I can't take all the pictures because there's too much stuff. Oh, uh, you're lazy, eh? Okay, got it. Okay, well, there's so much the stuff that he has, sir. It's just unreal. I'm, God bless him. I'm kidding. So what I can do, we're about to... Okay, what you have to do is give your name and number to uh, Brandon, who's doing the... He's the producer, okay? And he'll get him. We'll get in contact with you with during the week. The other thing you can do is call me tomorrow. Um, Monday, we're not that busy tomorrow. 647 298 8989, or you can call my store. 298, excuse me, 998. 298. Yes. 989. 989. 647 298 9899. There might be other stuff. The 78s are going to be a problem unless you have uh, some really rare ones. And a lot of people don't know that up in Montreal, a lot of the black groups were only allowed to, um, they made them up there because they couldn't make them in the States. So we well, do have some States, early blues and jazz. Pardon? Yeah. But all kinds. Bing Crosby's first Christmas album and... and um, no, but White oh, Christmas... so many. You know, Thriller Beat Out Bing Crosby is one of the songs of uh, White Christmas, because they made a yeah. lot of it, okay? I have it, but I, I have know. other things that he did. Good night, I, good night, I have Good Night Irene. I have Guy Lombardo. Because uh, he, he, he loved all this stuff. Okay. That's his heart. Any comics or cards? Loaded with other? comics. Archie. Oh, pardon? Archie. And small little little books of Archie. Oh, uh, little, little books, like, okay. Pamphlets. And I have uh, Casper, I have uh, Scooby-Doo, I have, there's so many comics, and also he did, it's Playboy from the 70s. Uh, unfortunately, um, <coughs> the I know, I don't area, want to. Yeah, Playboy. the one with Marilyn Monroe, he's got the, the, the Playboys from the 70s, oh. Johnny Carson. Uh, the Marilyn Monroe ones were both between $1,000 and $5,000. Okay. If it's the one from '53, that's the first. That's the number one Playboy, mm, and then okay. there's other Jane Mansfield, and okay. they did bunch during um, anything before 1960 has a little bit of value. After 1960-61, the value goes down substantially because there were so many people kept them. Okay. Okay, so just throw out all the '70s fortunes. that I have. Pardon? Throw out all the '70s. They're not worth anything. I take. A I just don't know under know the values. I know that he's got some with Johnny Carson's interviews. He's got some with. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know, but he got them from the late sixties, early seventies. Okay, I can take a look. Leave, give the number to Brandon, and or we'll talk tomorrow, and we'll make arrangements because this blip in history is done, almost done, and I'm sure I can help you. How's that? Okay. Well, that would be wonderful. What about that bar set? It's never been touched. I never cleaned it, and it's from the thirties. I have to see it. If it's silver, if it's sterling or silver plate, because we'll be giving the sterling prices later in the show. And holy cow, look at the time go by. Okay, I'm going to run okay. out of show before I run out of stuff to say today. Okay. Thank you for the call. Okay. 
And what I want to do is talk right now about gold and silver. Because everyone's at the one call I get, one topic I get every week is gold and silver. What is my gold and silver worth? How do I know the difference? Because we give out the prices of 10 carat, 14 and 18, and we do it. And people say, well, how do I know the difference? If you bring it in, we can test We actually test it. And this is where I'm going to go into this story for a minute. Um, I went out, and at the end of it, I'm going to give you the gold and silver prices. So I want you to hang on. Listen to the end of this here. Okay? <clears throat> gold and silver, if you have uh, 14 karat gold, is 417 parts per thousand. I'm going to go a little bit detail here for a minute. I sorry, 10 karat gold is 417 parts per thousand. Eight, eight, 14 karat gold is 583 parts of gold per thousand parts. And if you all heard of 18 karat gold, 18 karat gold is 750 parts. So that means it's three quarters uh, gold. So if something weighs 100 grams, you have 75 grams of pure gold. If you have questions on this, we'll run through it. If you have to call in the store, we can call in. But I want to say that just to start. So I went out secret shopping because I see these guys advertising all the time. Oh, yeah, I give the highest price. Give this, give that. I got 55 little locations to go to, okay? So I went to one of these locations one day. Uh, first thing, I'm being recorded when I go in, and I know that I've got three $2,980 worth of gold and silver. I know that if I someone brought into my store, I'd pay them $2,650 for it. Now, so I go in with this pile of gold, and just in a bag, and I hand it over. And one's got a coin. So I go into one of these shops. They're recording me. They want to take my ID right away. You do not have to give your ID unless you sell your gold and silver. Now, these guys are smooth. They ask for my ID. And I don't know, you should never give out your ID unless there's a purpose for it because you never know what's going to happen with it. Now, the guy comes and he qualifies. He's smooth. I go in there, go walk up. I give him this, show him the gold and silver. He says, do you want to sell it today? It's worth between five and $800. And I'm saying the last question was, do I want to sell this? Yeah, I kind of do. Let's see what price is. Five to 800 I know we're way apart. Goes in the back room, comes back out with a muffin tray. Like, you know, those old muffin trays, like six muffins, um, and they're made in steel, and they got little holes in them. So he's divided it up, probably into 10, 14, 18 carat, which I knew was there, and the silver and a coin I gave him. So he tells me, oh, I'm very, very lucky. It's, uh, it's at the top end. It's $800. This is for my $2,650 worth of gold and silver. And I said, well, that doesn't seem quite right. I says, what's here? Did you do the coin? He says, oh, I forgot the coin. Now, the coin is worth $660. And he's saying, we're paying 80%. Now, I don't know how he's figuring this out. And he goes back, and he comes back and says, oh, it comes out to $290, but because I like you, I'm going to give you $300 for your $660 coin. Not really happy with that. And I says, okay, um, I'm not going to sell that. And I keep on talking back and forth, and he's pressuring me. He's got all the sales tactics in there. He says, oh, I think gold's going down or gold's going up or it's only worth this. And I said, well, how about the silver? He said, well, the silver's not really worth anything. I know it's worth $152, but he says it's not worth anything. So then by the time I'm averaging up, I got him all the way up to $1,480, $1,500. I say, no, nah, I'm not, not going to get a second opinion. 
doesn't want me to leave, doesn't want to give my goal back. I actually have to ask, give me my goal back, and I'm leaving. So I think, well, this guy's really smooth. On the walls, they had all those pictures of saying, you know, what a good goal buyer these guys were from the Toronto Star. And I said, this guy be the stupidest secret shopper in the world who did these deals. So I'm thinking, maybe I just got a bad guy. So I go to the same company in a different location. I think I went down to Oakville. And I go in there, and it's funny. The guy comes, he doesn't know me, says, um, he's got between five and $800 worth of gold. I said, what a coincidence. Then he also comes back the same way and says, okay, uh, because I like you, I'm going to give you $800 because I like you. I said, okay, he's going to give me the same $800 for the same uh, $2,650 worth of silver and gold. He goes to the same rigmarole. The guy says, I'm paying 80%. He's paying me 80% of the American price. Then my coin, which is one quarter ounce of gold. Now, it's less now, but at that time, it was one quarter of an ounce of gold. He's paying me $300. Now, we know gold is around $2,400, $2,500. Now, it's around $22. But he's paying me what he says is 80%. And I says, I don't know how you're figuring this out. And he goes back. He says 80% goes the American price. Then he goes back and he says it's only uh, 14 carats, so it's only half gold. So he's paying me on one-sixth, one-eighth of an ounce instead of one-quarter of an ounce, even though this is in one of those brown little packages that says exactly what's in it. And like I said, because I was so lucky, we got it up to almost $1,500. Okay, this is on Saturday. He says he knew gold was going down in price I ought to sell. And I'm thinking, if he knows gold's going down in price on Saturday, he's probably the only person in the world who knows this. So he might be lying to me. He has the same pictures on the wall of how good these guys are buyers. But he, I can only get him up to $1,500 on my $3,000 worth of gold, which I would pay twenty six. Some bring this into my shop, I'll pay twenty six fifty. Then, okay, two of them. What a coincidence. They both have the same stories end up the same number that I'm getting half the money for my gold when they're saying they're paying me 80%. Then I go to the place, there's another place on Eglinton. I don't do that. I do this two, three days later, but I have exactly the same gold and silver with me. While I'm sitting there, a young guy is standing there, and uh, he sold $1,800 worth of gold. He started, they started him at 200 He settled at 400 on $1,800 worth of gold. So me, they start me the same way. Five to eight hundred dollars. I did look kind of scruffy, but five to eight hundred dollars, and um, the same thing happens. They put in the little muffin trays. They come along, and uh, I ask what is what, and they can't tell me. And I said, "You mean you don't know?" I said, "Well, we just do it as one total, because I, they still have to have the deal signed." So as one total, we started eight hundred again. Oh, amazing! So we're talking of around a quarter of what it's worth. And I talked him up to $1,500. There's other people in the shop going in and out of this shop. So the same thing happens up to $1,500 on this, and I gave it to him. The same coin is worth $300. It's worth $660. And the $3,000 in total in gold, or I was going to pay um, $2,650, they will only pay $1,500. I said I have to go get a second opinion, and they kept on saying no one pays more. And I'm thinking just about everyone in the world pays more. Even my neighbor, who I don't really get along with on the other side of the wall, will pay more than these guys will downtown. Okay? 
so this is why I was in. I didn't go to any more of his places because almost know their spiel. But I feel that a little old lady with her grandkids going in there, or someone who's desperate for money who doesn't get a second opinion from these shops, is doing a real disservice. And they're saying they keep on saying we pay the most. And I've actually heard because I give out my prices, which I'm going to give out in three four minutes. That they say, I can't possibly pay the prices we're paying. We do pay it. We'll give you the price over the phone. You can come in. You can get cash or a check. And we will weigh the stuff in front of you. We test it in front of you. You don't have to sell it all to us. We'll give you the price. If you want to get a second opinion, the other guy didn't want to let me out of the store. Okay? I had to swear one guy to try and get him to uh, give me my gold back. But I'm just saying... We will allow you to get a second opinion. If the other opinion is higher, someone gives more for the gold, sell it to them. We have our prices, and we just we test it. And we, uh, like I say, I have to get up with myself in the morning, so I try and give the same price all the time. Actually, it might be I'm just getting old. I can't remember anything different. But the gold and silver prices, which now I know we've been waiting patiently for, 10-carat gold. Oh, someone's listening out there today. 10-carat gold. We're paying twenty five twenty nine a gram. Gram is really small. You can go get one of those, uh, like I say, one of those fruit scales from one of your local uh, home hardware or something like that. Fourteen karat gold today. We're paying thirty five forty one, and we'll tell you what's fourteen, what's eighteen, and then eighteen karat gold. We're paying forty five fifty three. Sorry, fourteen karat was thirty five forty one. Eighteen karat is forty five fifty three. Your silver dollars and four dimes or whatever it is, we're paying sixteen fifty per dollar. So you have a hundred dollars, I'm giving you sixteen hundred and fifty dollars. Grams of silver, we're paying seventy nine cents a gram. These are the same guys out there paying you thirty cents. We pay seventy nine cents. And I don't have to like it. I'm just giving that to everybody. Okay? We also buy rolled gold and want people. I'm going next week. I'm going to give the story of gold because I've run out of time as usual here. But we also buy your silver plate, and a lot of people, you know, the silver plate, silver plate. You guys, a wedding gift in 1972, and uh, cousin Charlie gave it out to you. Every time he comes over, you have to pull it out and put it in place on the mantle or something, so he sees it. And if he hasn't been over for a couple of years, you have to clean it because it's tarnished. And as soon as he leaves, you put it back. I don't know how many tea sets I buy. That people bought his wedding presents have never had tea or coffee in them, ever. People buy them because they look nice. They never use them. So we end up taking them, and we buy them and crush them down. And, uh, but the silver plate, that's your cutlery, your trays, uh, trophies we'll pay more for. Um, but silver plate was expensive back then, but it isn't today, and nobody wants to clean it. Try and give it to your kids. The kids don't want it, okay? So you got... The choices are the kids donate to some place that might not or might be a charity. So give it to me, and I'll give you money for it. It's not a bad choice. If you want to give the chair the money to the charity, then do it afterwards because all they're going to do is give it to us. And if you happen to give sterling mixed in with it, sterling is seventy nine cents a gram. It was that lady who brought in like eight boxes when she walked out with seven thousand dollars. She thought she was going to walk out with a couple hundred dollars for silver plate end up being sterling we will tell you where the donation places won't tell you if we give them sterling or um silver plate we will tell you in advance that's what we're doing okay 
Now, I'm also I'm talking about the store we're getting. We need still need listeners like we were talking about before. But our new store is 13,000 square feet. We'll be able to help a lot more people in the months coming up. Okay? And I didn't get the list today. And we still, I should have given the list because we would have got more calls. But next week we'll be back on with the same information. You can, if you have a call during the week, you can call us during the week. Some people are, I guess, shy to come on to the show. We do not fight. We try and be helpful. We try and bring a smile to your face. We want you to buy local and want to respect those uh, frontline workers and wear a mask. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.